This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're someone that feels like you have a lot to say, but either you're afraid to say it, or you just feel like you're not being heard, then meet Carrie MacArthur. Hi, I'm Carrie. If you have ever felt like you're invisible or that you want to be invisible, like you've lost touch with who you are, I just want you to know that I understand. I was there and I have spent the last six years of my life reconnecting to myself, my power, and my purpose. And now it is my passion to help you to dare to find your voice. So if you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready.
All right. I am so, so, so excited to be here with Heather Choate today. We met through Facebook, basically, and through the Mechanic to Millionaire podcast. Right. Uh, yeah. And um, I have loved watching Heather on Facebook, and I had the opportunity to read her latest book, which was fantastic. And I really felt her heart through that book and her purpose is bright and burning. And so I just wanted to introduce everybody to Heather. So Heather, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Oh, thank you, Carrie. First, I just want to thank you um, for everyone who's watching. Carrie is one of my heroes. Um, I've had the privilege of doing a good number of interviews, but just this morning I was telling Ben, my husband, I have never been so thrilled to actually talk with anyone. So um, that's just a testament to you, Carrie, and to the great work that you do. I really appreciate uh, your message and your vision and your passion and your purpose and the light that you're being for so many people. Um, yeah, so I'm just, I'm a little bit odd to be here myself. So thank you so much. I feel so honored. Um, but yeah, Carrie mentioned she read my book. Um, and that was just a really raw telling of me being very vulnerable about some experiences that we went through personally um, and kind of my journey in personal development because I needed it uh, literally to save my life. Um, I don't know how far we're going to jump into that, but I'll just touch on it briefly if you're good, Carrie. Um, how much you want to go into it, it's all. <laughs> yeah. So I was actually diagnosed with breast cancer two years ago at the age of 29, and I was pregnant with my sixth child, and it was an aggressive form of breast cancer. So with that, I found myself not only fighting for my life, but fighting for the life of my baby uh, instantly. I just like, oh my goodness. You know, I can't just think about myself. I've got this other little precious innocent life that now is being affected by it. Um, and we were told by multiple doctors that we actually needed to end the pregnancy to save uh, my life. And so I feel like this is uh, the kind of the core of the book. And the message is that just staying strong to what I felt was right and connecting to that inner guidance system and following the inspiration that came regardless of the obstacles, right? So that was kind of our journey. Um, now on the other side of it, went through chemo while pregnant, <laughs> had surgery, um, and, and you know, some, some really challenges that pushed me basically beyond my limits, right? <laughs> to my limits and beyond. Um, but in all of that, we, we grew from it. And now my daughter is here. She is two years old and napping currently, hopefully. <laughs> um, and her name is Kiri. So we're just delighted to be here, delighted to be alive. And delighted to have an opportunity to share some things with you guys today. So, yeah, it's a little bit about me and what I do. Thank you. I mean, I already had chills. As I was reading your book and I'll just mention, like, so we had a daughter with cancer. Um, right. She was 10 months old. And so I connected with you there. It brought back all of those memories and added to it because the growth that you experienced while you were pregnant is kind of, it reminded me so much. Mine wasn't a physical um, catalyst like I didn't mm -hmm. go through the growth to save my life and I still I had to go through the growth to find my life and I related with you so many on so many levels as far as watching your progression and your acceptance and your surrender and your grit and your everything about it and I I just felt like I'm like I don't we've never actually really met but I feel like we have because of that and I so I'm like you're going through my cancer experience and my growth experience all at the same time and I just was like oh my goodness this is so amazing and and that's why I, I've started stalking you a little bit more on Facebook and just seeing that you have such a drive and such a passion and a vision for where you want to go and I felt that 
through the book and I was just so intrigued by it. I'm like, I've got to interview Heather. So I would love to know now, tell us what you see your vision being right now. I know it will grow just that's the way they, that life is. It's all about progression. However, I want to know where it is now and how you found it and your journey to discovering it and expanding it. Yeah, that's a really broad question, but I'd be happy to answer. Yeah, I think that with literally realizing that um, my life might be over in a short amount of time, which I never, ever thought that that would be something I would have to face, right? I'd always been very healthy, no history of anything. But that experience just brought things crystal clear. We, like you talk a lot about clarity and vision um, in your podcast with me um, and the work that you do. And it just brought home like, wow, I realized, first of all, I hadn't really lived fully. I hadn't become who I wanted to be. Um, I hadn't allowed myself to love fully. And those three things kind of like shocked me. I was like, wow, if I was to have to um, say goodbye to this mortal world, and I believe, you know, life after this, but that I, there would be a lot of things that I would feel like I hadn't yet experienced. And so that gave me a hunger for life. Um, it gave me a clear direction on like, I don't know, sometimes I think we get used to some of the things we don't like about our lives, right? Like we get really complacent. We get complacent with our weaknesses. We get complacent with our bad habits, right? Um, we let our relationships slide. We let our health, our body slide. You know, we just, we get really comfortable and maybe things aren't terrible, but they're not great either, right? And I think that's where I was prior to um, being diagnosed. Things were not terrible. There were many blessings. There were many good things, but I realized that I had not been taking full advantage of them. And I hadn't been pushing myself outside of my comfort zone to grow the way that I feel like I'm here on this earth to grow and that we are all here to grow. And so that was just a powerful kick in the pants to get going with it, right? Um, and so in that way, I say it's like a huge blessing. And now I try to remind myself of that because we shouldn't all have to be faced with like a life-threatening illness or an accident or, you know, anything really dramatic. It's something that's within us at any time. So deliberately choosing to give yourself that focus and that clarity is what first saved my life. And now is my vision is to continue to keep that clarity and then to give that clarity to other people um, and help them find their purpose, find their vision um, and move them forward with that. So um, yeah, I felt hungry for a second chance in life once I was well enough. Now, you know, now I'm I, I feel amazing, <laughs> uh, both physically and mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And that's because of progression. I think that progression leads to happiness. So yeah, that's what I'm here to do. I, I want to help people progress. I want to help them grow. And as I have a heart for that, I feel like more and more opportunities and inspiration are coming along the way to guide me, you know, how to fulfill that, that purpose and that desire. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Oh, and I see them coming. I mean, like, the things that I've seen you do lately, and I'll have you, you know, tell us what you do, like, you know, beyond, inside of the vision, what are the actions that you're taking and I've been watching that and I've seen it grow in just the short amount of time that we've been acquainted. 
And I just wanted to um, speak to what you said about, you know, you went through your struggle and now you're passionate about wanting to give people a reason to, to do this work without having to go through the struggle. And that's where I am. Like I, I talk with younger women who are feeling lost and they're searching and I'm like, thank goodness that you're looking now instead of waiting until it affects your family, you know, and getting to a place where I was and affecting, you know, my kids, which didn't have to happen. I know for me it did and probably for them it did. And, and so anyway, I just want people to be able to embrace life without having to get all the way to rock bottom. I wasn't there, but just right. anyway, I just, I feel that same heart with you. Like let's, let's just brighten this world. Right. So it's amazing. Yeah. I love, I love the connection. Um, tell us you're an author and, and that was before like your, your cancer. Um, what do you call it? Uh, diagnosis your, your book, your journal about your cancer story, your memoir. That's it. The memoir you wrote was more of a journal, just raw and real. But before that, you were a writer. So tell us about that, and then, well, then I'll go to the next question. <laughs> yeah, so formerly been writing fiction, actually. Um, yeah, I think similar to you, I had a love for, for music, and I, I know you because of your podcast. And so Carrie and I, like, we know each other without ever actually, like, interacting too much. So it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had a love for music and stage and then became a mother and realized that I still had a heart for creativity, but didn't really find the means for it anyway. So just started writing um, as my babies were sleeping or, or napping, you know, I just found that there was um, some gaps in my life I needed to do something productive with other than, you know, watching TV all day or something. Um, and so I just found a lot of fulfillment in that. And so I've been writing for 10 years um, and I'm actually a 27 times Amazon bestseller. And so that has been really fun, fun journey to go through with that and sharing my creativity um, with other people and, and ways that inspire and also entertain. That's kind of my goal with, with my fiction books. Um, and then that led to me naturally writing about kind of what I was going through when I was fighting cancer. So just kind of a natural born writer, journaler, you know, um, there's power in putting your, your thoughts down onto paper, even if it's just for your personal development or own journal keeping right? Your brain has to articulate it into sentences, which kind of makes it more, um, more clear. Like you can understand what's going on. Sometimes my thoughts get so jumbled up in my own brain. When I actually like, write them all down, it really is like therapy. It gives me a lot of clarity. That's, um, um were you a journal keeper before you? Yeah. Most? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beautifully written. I really recommend for people and we'll, um, put up on the screen later and I'll let you tell, you know, where to find you and your book and, and everything else about you um, at the end. But it was so beautifully written. I was reading it and I could tell it was a journal that was being written as you went through. It wasn't looking back and writing it. And it was so beautiful. I'm like, wow, I need to read her other books because it was, <laughs> you're, you're really good at what you do. Um, my, my program incorporates journaling because I believe in it so much. Oh, is she waked up? Sorry. No, we just had a beeping going on. <laughs> My husband's there that he's got to take care of. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's fine. It's, yeah, mom first. Um, I, yeah, I, I love the, that you mentioned journaling and the power of it. I use it in my program. I believe in it. It's so key. We have, you know, our thought process and we can speak it. And then if we can write it at the same time, we have more neurons like firing to build new pathways, which is really, it excites me to death. So I love that you mentioned journaling. So I did put that little plug in there. So um, with, your 
programs that you're doing now, the things that I've been watching emerge. Tell us what you're doing now and you know what exactly your your goal is with those things. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, it just opened my heart up to however I could serve people and help them find their vision. And along the way, I was able to connect with a lot of actually struggling couples, um, which wasn't in a direction I thought. <laughs> Sorry, she's got the one. Okay, he's got the one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just had some, you know, Ben and I, we went through some tremendous challenges, obviously, um, not just with the cancer, but in general, right? Marriage can be really difficult, <laughs> communication. Um, and like we talked about vision, when you have your own vision in life, that's essential. But when you're married, you also have to have a collective vision, right? And so now I'm finding great fulfillment and being able to help um, guide and coach other couples along the way to strengthening that vision and that connection with each other. So that's kind of where I feel like I've been guided and led along the way. Um, and so that's what, that's, what's new here is that, yeah, reaching out to help those couples that are struggling, um, and get to the real root of the issues of what's going on rather than the surface ones. So yeah. coming out from experience, which is so powerful and it's called thriving marriages. Yeah. yeah. The thriving marriage. Yep. Thriving marriage. And so you have, I know you have a Facebook group. What else do you do and how do people find you if they're looking for that kind of service and. Yeah, absolutely. So the Facebook group is really actually really powerful. It's just a free community. Uh, it's open to everyone. It is a closed community though. So I actually have to prove you <laughs> um, to make sure that you're not, you know, crazy or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, we keep it um, a really open and safe community for couples and people to share kind of what's going on and, and give support, encouragement to each other. And that group is growing. It actually doubled in size this week. So that's been really, really exciting. So um, yeah, we have that. And then we are putting together some workshops because like I said, those surface issues, we feel like those are the problems, but getting to the real root of the problems that takes some time and um, often takes a third party perspective <laughs> on how to do it. And then it takes some work, right? But marriage is worth, it's worth saving. Yeah. Families are worth saving to me. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's all, you know, that's why you struggled. If family wasn't important to you, you would have given into the doctor's suggestion. So that's just like in your core, which adds more validity to what you're doing. So other than the Facebook group, like, do you do counseling of marriages? I mean, how else do you work with people? Are you writing more books in this area? Yeah. So we do the coaching and then workshops where we guide people through it, um, like a step-by-step -step system of change to help them get where they want to go. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I want to ask you how people find you and, you know, your books and your, your program and everything. And also before I do that, I just want to ask you, is there anything else that you want to share with everybody about you, about your, your vision? You know, is there something that's just burning that you want to get out that I haven't addressed yet? Yeah, I think that it's kind of coming back to that route of being willing to step out of your comfort zone and doing it deliberately rather than being reactive to life, um, you know, in your personal life, in your relationships, everything, rather than just letting everything happen to you where you feel like you're just adrift, right? Everything's just, it'll just, it'll, life will take you anywhere, right? Um, but purposely steering your life, finding out what your true passion and purpose is. Um, and I think that's why you and I carry, connect so well with each other is because we, we share that um, and have that desire for other people. We've seen how drastically it's changed us and changed our families and um, that it can do the same for anyone. It really is a choice. And then once you know what your, your purpose is and you're clear on what it is that you want, then stay true to that, like with everything that you have. Um, 
if you don't, then you're like separating yourself from yourself, right? You're creating like that division, that gap. But when you stay true to who you are, then you can get through all of the hard things that might happen along the way. Um, and it will be worth it in the end, right? It'll help you grow to become who you want to be. And that's what we're here on this earth to do. So I feel like that's, that's a really strong message that I have to share. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to add about that, Carrie? Just with that, um, just to add to what you said, you know, it's a simple process and it is one that takes commitment, mm-hmm. making a promise to yourself that you will not break. Like it's non-negotiable, right? And when you're willing to do that and then, cause it's not easy, it's simple, but it's not easy. But the hard part is what makes it exciting. And when you get that and you realize how worth it is and you have your vision ahead of you, right? You can't explain to somebody how it feels, like what it does for your life until you actually have done it on your own. And so hearing Heather speak to that, hearing me speak to that, because it's every conversation I have leads to that, that same end. You know, just, enough, just giving another um, boost of encouragement to anybody who is at that place where they're trying to make that decision or not, right? Just let us add to that and give you one more push in that direction because it's so, so, so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to add. Just add to your strength of your testimony. How do we find you, Heather? How, how do people connect with Heather Choate? So my favorite way is through Facebook because then I can get to know you too. <laughs> I, I like to be social. I don't like to just have a one-sided conversation. Um, so I really love to um, meet people on Facebook, friend me, um, anyone who's interested in that thriving marriage group. You're welcome to join. You'll see that there on my page as well. Um, and then if you want my books specifically, then you can go to my website or on Amazon. And my name is Heather Choate. So it's heatherchote.com and Choate is spelled C-H-O-A-T-E. It's kind of a different one, but I'm married into it. So I'll take it. <laughs> so yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I just encourage anybody, if you can feel I can feel your energy through the screen right now. And I know that anybody watching can do the same thing. So if you're feeling something, find Heather and connect. I promise you will bless your life. It's my life has been blessed. So anyway, oh, thank, thank you so much. much. Both ways. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Okay. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, when I first did this interview, I hadn't um, decided to do a podcast and I didn't do my little good news minute. And so I reached out to Heather again and asked her if she would share some good news with all of us. So here's what Heather sent. Hey everyone, Heather Choate here back. It's been a little bit of time since I did my interview with Carrie. So grateful for that opportunity and so deeply grateful and appreciative of Carrie and the light that she is, the example that she is to me and I know to so many of you, showing what is possible for us and living a life of joy, excellence, contribution and service She just epitomizes that, and I'm so grateful to her and for this opportunity. So to share a little bit of good news, I think that the most important thing is to celebrate good news and this idea that there is always good news to be had, I think is so, so important because, uh, you know, as life (laughs) throws different curveballs at us and different things happen, it's so easy to get stuck into the negativity and to see everything that's going wrong, everything that we don't like. Um, all the things that we wish were different about our lives or our circumstances or ourselves. And so the whole idea of sharing good news is, to me, good news in and of itself because it's choosing to focus on the good. It's choosing to focus on what's going right and allowing that to fuel us, to motivate us, to inspire others as well. 
So um, just a quick example of how I can share some good news is that we had a very challenging experience recently moving from Arizona to Colorado with our six children. Another bit of good news, I'm expecting again, baby number seven is coming in March. Um, and so that's some good news. But with that, we encountered some really unexpected challenges with the rental home that we got. It was not what it was portrayed to be. It was infested with mice. It was just not in good shape at all. And so we came here expecting to move in. And the day that we expected to move in, we found the house was not in livable condition. So we ended up being homeless, I guess, for about 10 days in transition, trying to either get the house in living, good living condition or find something else. We also ran into some difficult personalities with our property management company that didn't want to work with us on this. So that was very frustrating. It was a very trying time. So with that, though, despite that there were some challenges, I think it's really important, however, that we look at the blessings. And I was trying to convey this to my children um, on Sunday that we needed to go and to give thanks, we believe in God, to, to God for the good things that have happened. And they didn't understand why we would do that because they were just focusing on everything that had happened so wrong that these people had honestly not treated us very well. And they didn't understand why we should give thanks. So we took a step back and we said, look at all the people that came to help us. Look at the people that helped us move. Um, the people that gave us a discount on the rental of the truck that we were using. They didn't have to do that. The people that let us live in their home while they were gone for Thanksgiving. All of these people, the people that bought us dinner, you know, who helped watch the kids, who helped clean the house, helped us move in. There were so many more people that came to aid us and help us than there were just a couple people that were getting in our way. And so I think it's really important that we learn to shift our perspective in any situation, no matter how trying or difficult it is, to really look for those things to celebrate and those things to be grateful for, those things that are going right. And as Carrie and her husband Dave also teach, what you focus on grows. So really choosing to see that good, to celebrate that good, and to let that cultivate within you, it will manifest in your life so strongly and so powerfully. So I'm grateful for that, and there's more good news to come. You guys are awesome, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help one million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com.
This is the EWN Podcast Network.